I'll really try to focus on building content. I see a lot of streamers find, not a lot of streamers, but some of the bigger streamers, they've, they found success just only streaming. But I think we've entered a different era of streaming. Streaming is really hard. Got a lot harder now. You can't just turn on the stream and stream for eight hours and grind. And I had heard a couple people talk about TikTok, so I hopped on, checked it out. I was like, I, I don't know. Put it down <laughs> for like two weeks, and then I, you know, was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try it. So I started uploading Modern Warfare 2 content, and I honestly just, I had no idea that I was gonna get this addicted to making videos. It's like become an obsession of mine. Just not wasting the audience's time and trying to deliver the absolute most value I can, whether it's making them laugh, or right now I'm really focusing on just trying to give them the absolute most value that I can in a video education, analysis, strategy, tips, whoever between YouTube and TikTok comes to monetization first for short form, like real monetization, they're going to take over 100%. That's been the biggest struggle for me, honestly, is like, you know, shorts, you don't, you don't make any money off your, like the shorts fund and, and the TikTok fund, whatever, but like, you don't make you don't make any money off of that stuff. It's all from brand deals. You don't race to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, and that really hit me. And I really focus on just trying to build the best systems to raise the bar for myself. That like no matter what, you are gonna get this quality out of. I think seriously on TikTok, the difference between five people scrolling on your video and not scrolling on your video is the difference between going viral or not. Because that first hour of the video is so important. So like five people are having a bad day one day, you know, the video might just not hit. And I've taken videos down and reposted the same video with a different file name before and it's gone crazy. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Becoming a Creator podcast. Today I am joined by Burger. He's a Call of Duty streamer, may have seen his TikToks, shorts blowing up. He creates some extremely entertaining and very catchy content, I gotta say, Burger. It's something that stood out the first time I saw your content. Great to have you on. Thank you for joining in and diving a little deeper today. Nice to be here, man. Big fan. I like to start with a couple rapid fire questions as well. All right, hit me. How often are you mistaken for Mr. Beast? Uh, dude, where did you get that from? Because I've been seeing that in my comments so much <laughs> recently. I, I think it's because of the haircut. Like, I, I changed up my hair a little bit. I think that's what it is. Because I never got that comment until I cut my hair. Yeah, you, I mean, I could see the resemblance. I, I can see it a little thing, bit. You know, or, you know, you, you got the small face cam or something in the corner with the gameplay or whatever. You'd be yeah. like, oh, shoot, is this, is this a gaming channel? What's going on? I'll take, I'll take it, though. So with Modern Warfare 2, do you think it will be worth all the hype? 100%. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big optimist. Based on everything we've seen and everything they've said, they're just trying to improve on Modern Warfare. And if they go back to some of the core roots of COD with fixing some of the maps and the doors and changing the sliding mechanics and stuff. I, I just can't see them going wrong. They can tap into the old Modern Warfare 2 nostalgia. We got High Rise coming. Like, I think this game is yeah. a can't miss, honestly. Sweet. Well, now that we're warmed up a bit, I want to dive a little bit more into kind of your journey as a creator because it's been super interesting to me. Obviously, so many people have been blowing up even with TikTok and finding other ways to build an audience in general. You know, your Twitch streams typically range from like one to three hours. Do you kind of go into those streams with a plan for what you're going to record, whether, you know, you stream there or even TikTok, whatever it might be? First, I'll start by saying, and I think you could agree with this. When we all start, we don't know, like none of us know what we're doing. I would say three to four hours is, is typically my goal because I really try to focus on building content. I see a lot of streamers find, not a lot of streamers, but some of the bigger streamers, they've, they found success just only streaming. But I think we've entered a different era of streaming. Streaming is really hard a lot harder now you can't just turn on the stream and stream for eight hours and grind you got to put out content so i'm even sort of considering i haven't told anybody this but i'll tell you this i'm sort of considering taking a little break from streaming and focusing on 
really diving in on content, which I think is my strength. But when I do stream three to four hours is usually the max because I just don't have time to do anything else if, if I stream longer than that. So with creativity, I think kind of have to drive that balance. Obviously I can go into every stream with an idea of what I want to get. I've been really focusing on educational content recently. I really love doing that stuff. It's a little tough right now because everybody knows, you know, Warzone's been out for so long. I'm trying to practice that going into the next game. And how have you kind of handled being exclusively on one game with your content like you've been focusing on call of duty for an extended period of time now so i've played a couple different games i, I started off streaming with fortnite that was kind of mm. when i actually got into streaming but then very quickly i realized that it wasn't that fun for me to create content around fortnite which is kind of surprising because a lot of people did so i actually switched back to modern warfare 2 to like the 2009 version i streamed that for like two years and made content on that before modern warfare came out i just love cod I can't really see myself having fun making content in other areas that are at least gaming related. Before Modern Warfare 2019 came out and you were playing Modern Warfare 2, was that like you seeing that as an opportunity to yes. kind of like build an audience around that? 100%. I've always been super on the back end with like news and stuff and leaks. I've always been super mm -hmm. up to date on that. So I was hoping Modern Warfare 2 Remastered was going to drop. And I was going to mm -hmm. be, the, I was the top streamer for Modern Warfare 2 of, you know, 50 total viewers in the whole category. But I was hoping that. You know, that was a good way to build an audience. But I think what really helped me out was diving into to content and TikTok. One of my first TikToks was a modern, a 60 second Modern Warfare 2 nuke <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> you started streaming on Twitch, uploading YouTube videos back in 2018, but creating content on TikTok 2019. What made you want to pursue more of that offline content creation? So I actually heard Gary V talk about TikTok and I had heard a couple people talk about TikTok. So I hopped on checked it out. I was like, ah, I don't know, put it down <laughs> for like two weeks. And then I you know, was like, you know what, I'm just gonna try it. So I started uploading Modern Warfare 2 content. And I honestly just, I had no idea that I was going to get this addicted to making videos. It's like become an obsession of mine. Your is a hacking series really blew up. <laughs> that might have been one of the first videos I'd even seen of you. Probably. How did you think to develop this series? And do you think the angle helps you stand out against the wide variety of streamers content. I wish I would have continued that. I kind of just had felt like I iterated enough on it and I didn't want to like ride the dead horse. I always try to keep evolving my content style. With that, again, you don't really know what you're doing. It was just kind of me throwing a, a shot in the dark. I made the connection of like, you remember hackers were horrible on Verdansk. And I was like, well, this is like the hottest topic other than loadouts. Kind of tired of yeah. making loadout videos. Let me see if I can do something because I was really into skits back then, and I, and I kind of want to get back to that. But you know, tossing my weird, awkward personality into the into the videos, and people loved it. So I just kept doing it for a little bit. Yeah, it worked out great, man. I don't think COD liked it very much though, because I was getting packages, uh, you know, the creator packages. And <laughs> yeah, then I, that series blew up, and I stopped getting packages for oh, a while. Man. So I don't know if I got blacklisted or what. But but you've been consistently growing, killing it for three years now. You've grown a lot in those three years, too, with the quality of the editing, even your tone of voice, what you're putting out. What do you think is one of the biggest tips, tricks when editing to grab attention on any platform? Just not wasting the audience's time and trying to deliver the absolute most value I can, whether it's making them laugh or right now I'm really focusing on just trying to give them the absolute most value that I can in a video education analysis strategy tips that's kind of my strategy there's so many other things though like pacing the ideas research on on what other people are doing there's so many things but i think at the end of the day it's hooking the viewer keeping them there with pacing and entertainment and just giving as much value as you can
What's your take on the new Twitch policy, which changes it so you can stream on Twitch and TikTok at the same time? Obviously, it's been big platform you on both of the fronts. I would be nowhere without TikTok Live promoting my Twitch, and Twitch knows that. Honestly, it's it's gone so under the radar publicly of how much TikTok has grown Twitch and how much they <laughs> owe to a lot of the. I, I, I'm being. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Like, oh, you're 100 percent right. During the pandemic, TikTok like exploded twitch before stream keys were even a thing is i would literally just set up take my phone i bought a tripod i put it on the ground behind me and i would play on my computer and i'd have a a giant piece of paper that said live on twitch underneath like my monitor and that was that's i mean that's 90 percent of my audience i wouldn't be able to do this as a job if i hadn't done that in terms of youtube you used to make longer form warzone modern warfare 2 videos about a month ago, went into just posting shorts to it. I guess, what was some of your reasoning behind that? Have you seen more growth from that? Any lessons from it so far? Moving into the next game, I'm really trying to figure out a system for myself to post longs and shorts on, on my channel. But it's been really hard, obviously. like I don't have a team, so it's really just me. And like yesterday's TikTok was five and a half hours in, in, in editing for a 30-second video, and it didn't even do that well. So it's I'm trying to find a system right now to post both. So right now I'm just I'm just posting my shorts on YouTube. I wasn't for a while. I had kind of been back and forth on it because I do a lot of research, like I said, on all this stuff. So shorts was kind of hurting channels for a long time, but they've recently merged the two, I guess what you would say algorithms. I hate that word, but algorithms where shorts actually is gonna help promote your long forms. But before it was like they were completely separate. So if you're posting shorts, you probably were actually hurting your, your channel, hurting your watch time, hurting your subscribers and all that stuff. So I'm just posting shorts because it's I'm posting those everywhere. And I'm going to try and move into to posting long form as well. But it's so hard when you're live streaming long form videos, short form videos, and you're doing everything by yourself. Do you have a different outlook on where shorts are going at versus where TikTok is going? I really think YouTube is dangerous to all the platforms. YouTube has such a good system, audience, algorithm, and recommendation system. I, I seriously think that YouTube is the place to be right now. A lot of people still focus on TikTok, and I love TikTok. It's my main platform. But I do think whoever between YouTube and TikTok comes to monetization first for short form, like real monetization, they're going to take over 100%. I opened up my YouTube app today and it defaulted opened to shorts. Yeah. They're trying to cra- compete. Man. Crazy they to really think about. To. You do need the monetization element. That's one of the reasons that, you know, Facebook was so late to get to that. Like it just YouTube is just so much more dominant, yeah. especially long form content. Like that's what everybody, and that's what everybody recognizes. That's where all the content is. It's really, really, really hard to compete with that. That's been the biggest struggle for me, honestly, is like, you know, shorts, you don't, you don't make any money off your, like the shorts fund and, and the TikTok fund, whatever, but like, yeah. you don't make, you don't make any money off of that stuff. It's all from brand deals. That's really the only way to make money is either to transfer them to a different platform or like your live stream or to do sponsored posts, which is, you know, few and far between sometimes hard to come by, but. I mean, that's just one of the things that I see from it is like, there's so many more people that are creating there. There's so much competition on YouTube and there's definitely a lot more competition on TikTok now too. Like it's yep. getting crazier and crazier, but that's like, it, it's continued to do the same thing on YouTube. I, and that's where I feel like that's where you can build an audience too. That was one of the things that I've seen from many people now is like you build that audience and then that's where people will even create their own company or they'll create whatever out of that to figure out the monetization. But that's definitely something I do see on TikTok in particular is like even more so. Yeah, once once one of these 
platforms figures out how to how to do ads on videos and pay people that way more consistently. It's well, whoever does that first wins. In your 2021 streaming setup tour video, you pointed out your whiteboard with kind of like daily tasks, goals. How do you think that strategy has kind of helped you grow across different platforms across these years? Been fundamental, honestly. I, st I still have that exact same whiteboard that's kind of falling apart. <laughs> it's a little scuffed up from, I've moved so many times. My setup has changed. It, my setup looks identical all the time because I keep the same structure, but I've moved so many times. I'm a very visual writey person. I have a bunch of notebooks. I still use a notebook every day. Whiteboard just really helps me schedule my day out and write down like, you know, I want to get this video done today. I'm going to do this on stream today. Um, just helps me organize. What's your process for brainstorming? Like coming up with the ideas, the content, the news, etc. I wish I could say something specific. It's very fluid. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very deliberate about my process, but it changes a lot. Sometimes I just sit down and I'll put on a timer for 15 minutes and I'll write down as many, like no matter how bad the, the idea is, I'll just write down whatever's in my head. Washing a car in war zone. That's something you can't even do, but I've written that down before because I'm just trying to get the gears turning. Sure. I've been doing a lot of research on, on creativity, trying to figure out other creatives process. I talk to a lot of other streamers or I'll look at like artists or rappers and try to try to find some little tidbit of information that they have for their creativity. The only thing that a lot of people say is it kind of just come, it just happens. One of my most recent videos, I think you might've commented on it. The, the Kong video, one where he takes a dump on my face. That, that, yeah. that was just kind of me recognizing that the Kong thing was the most important thing in Warzone. It was the most like recognizable thing that was happening. And I knew everyone was going to make their, oh, Kong's in the video, in the game video. And I was like, well, what can I do that's different? Yeah. And I just sat there and thought about it. And then I, I hopped in and he like squatted down. I was like, oh, like a light went off. It's not always something that you can point to and say, I do this, this, and this. Yeah. If you do it enough, it kind of just happens. I awesome. wish I had a better answer because it's something I think about a lot, but. No, I mean, that that's a, it's a good answer to hear. And I'm the same way. It's like, that's why I love asking that question and just like, hearing well, what is your pro some people like will sit down sometimes it's in the showers sometimes it's you know more free-flowing i think it's very common though that i hear from people that especially that are actually executing on a lot of things it is writing stuff down and i know that's been massively for me too so I was it's also a numbers game you know what i mean like you're not 100%. like not every video can be a banger like i, I take some videos down on my tiktok often yesterday's video doesn't do very well then i might might take it down, re-edit it, put it back up. It's just uh, the reason I do the strategy where I just write down the worst ideas is to try and get out the sludge to get to like for every hundred bad ideas, I'm gonna have one golden egg. You know what I mean? So yeah. Have you ever had one that's just like you didn't think it was gonna do as good as it did? All the time. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. All the time. The one you're so convinced is gonna is gonna go crazy. It's like nope. Yep. Put all the work hate, into it, all the editing. Yeah, and it's and uh, you've tweeted that number-based goals aren't as productive because essentially, you know, that's out of your control, right? You put up a video. Speaking of numbers, is like okay, think that this is going to do good. Doesn't do good. You don't think this is going to do good. It ends up blowing up, right? What are some of the other types of goals that small streamers should aim for? My number one goal when I set goals is to build my floor. You don't raise the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And that really hit me. And I really focus on just trying to build the best systems to raise the bar for myself that like, no matter what, you are gonna get this quality out of me every single time. And eventually that bar is gonna get so high that I'm consistently putting up the best videos possible. So I don't really set goals from a number sense because I, I hate that. There's so many variables, the way the game is right now, 
how other people are feeling when they see your video. You know, I think seriously on TikTok, the difference between five people scrolling on your video and not scrolling on your video is the difference between going viral or not. Because that first hour of the video is so important. So like if five people are having a bad day one day, you know, the video might just not hit. And I've taken videos down and reposted the same video with a different file name before and it's gone crazy. I just really focus on everything that I can control, I guess. You've mentioned how it's just you editing your content. You are by yourself editing, creating, doing the whole process, right? How have you kind of balanced that with your mental health outside of being a creator? It's tough. That's been one of the things I was most unexpected for when I went full-time as a creator. I was not expecting the, mostly with streaming, I would say. Streaming makes me feel very unconfident a lot of the times. So I've done a lot of work over the last year to, to really grow as a person, self-development, really a lot of meditation. I think the biggest thing, again, is having systems. I, I do the same thing every morning, wake up, I go for a walk outside, get some sunlight in my eyes, breathe. I don't touch my phone. I go to the gym. Um, I come home, have a great breakfast, and then I start work for the day. And then at night, I do the same thing. I go to bed at the same exact time every night. I meditate. I read a couple pages out of a book. It's, it's different for everybody, but I would say just building, again, building the right systems to help yourself is what's helped me the most. That is super good, man. Compared to what I've seen, especially early oh, on, it's... a lot of people's journeys and, and things, like I feel like that's you taking a page out of the right books and yep. taking some good approaches. So I, <laughs> I very deliberate that. about that stuff. I see, like it drives me crazy because you you know you do the comparison thing and you see someone like XQC who's crushing it on. Yeah, you know, he's he's one of the best streamers ever, and the way he lives his life is just like so. Uh, <laughs> it's so unoptimized for for mental sure. health and i'm just like dude how yeah i i know to even maintain that is crazy to a lot of extent but even to what we were talking about earlier where it's like some creators is that is their unique that is their differentiators that they're live all the time this is the <laughs> lifestyle they lead or whatever and then that's like boom that's that is your differentiator but if you try and do the same thing then it's like it's not as different and he's already got the viewers or whatever from it so grass isn't always greener out. That's extremely true as well. But I feel like that kind of ties back even to what you were talking about with even the way that you look at the numbers and your, your approach for your content, looking at it to continue to level up yourself, focus on what you can control and continue to create content from it. Back in June of 2020, when you quit the job and you did that post, uh, I actually saw it and actually my co-host Snoop commented on it and he said, I don't even know who you are, but he said, keep this video. <laughs> Uh, oh know, yeah 100 have you watched that back and do you, do you have any feelings towards where you are at two years later obviously you you mentioned some of it but like even looking back at it because i know that was always something impactful for me even like at many different milestones along the way that i made like little clips or videos i don't like to watch it because it's it's just it's kind of i mean it's it's cringe to watch back now but like I, i'm still proud of it you know i don't care people see me cry but like it was such a such an impactful big achievement in my life yeah. People don't realize how hard it is to succeed as a streamer. Looking back, obviously, I have some regrets, things I wish I would have done differently to be more sustainable. I'm happy with where I'm at now. wouldn't be the person that I am now with all the systems I've built and the habits and the, the right. growth as a human if I, if I didn't make that jump. So I can't watch it back, but sure, I'm sure I will one day. I, I can only watch the first like five seconds of all my, the older ones that I have too, but even yeah. for other people to kind of see it and to see that journey that you've been on, especially to be able to do, to create content, to be able to follow video games and do this instead of another job is yep. just like, it really Blessing. is super, it's so rewarding and so fun to look at. And it just like, regardless of where you're at in it, the, the ability to do that, I always think it's just, 
it's great. So this has been phenomenal, man. Thank you so much, Berger, for joining in and joining in on the podcast. Always. I love talking about this stuff. It's super exciting. Awesome. Hey, good to hear. All right. Well, you guys heard it. Be sure to check out Berger across all of his platforms, YouTube, as well as, of course, his TikTok, Twitter. You can find him on. Plus, don't forget, rate, leave a comment on the podcast, too. Let us know what stood out. What do you guys want to hear more content on in particular? Helps us have some feedback going forward. We leave love a review. It. As always, happy streaming, everybody, and we'll see you next time. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Pipeline. I wanted you to meet a few members of the Pipeline community. My name's Chadwick. I've been streaming for a little over two years, been a member of Pipeline for that long as well. I joined Pipeline before I even ever started streaming, and I really do believe in it. I don't think I'd be anywhere close to where I am if I was even streaming at all, if not for everything I've learned here. Hey, I'm Nicknax94, a Facebook gaming partner and a Pipeline member for eight months. Joining Pipeline gave me the chance to invest in my dream, to learn and build confidence, and really to become a better content creator, but also to meet like-minded creators through the Discord community. Hey guys, I'm a moment with Alex, Pipeline member for just about two years. One of my favorite moments as a Pipeline community member is getting to listen to the mountains of knowledge that Stone and Snoopy have in group mentorship sessions and being able to talk about it further with other community members live during those sessions. You heard it from our members first. If that resonates with you, I encourage you to sign up for a free trial with the link below. You can cancel at any time. This offer is a podcast exclusive. Consider this your invitation to level up as a creator. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanted to just end this with a little bit of context on why we do what we do. We're former content creators ourselves, and we just really want to help as many content creators as we can. That's why we started Pipeline.gg. It's a platform where you can find other like-minded creators and learn from the pros who have already been there. Get step-by-step -step guidance so you can avoid all the mistakes that we made in the beginning. If you love the episode, there's going to be even more inside of Pipeline. So check it out. Head over to Pipeline.gg.